On today's episode of Lockdown Spartans, we are breaking it down to Michigan State hosting top five Ohio State at the Brez in a huge game for the Spartans. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, February 25th. The year is 2021. And your Michigan State Spartans have another big basketball game tonight. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my already got tired legs co-host, Matt Sheehan. I've got tired legs. i got a tired voice. Um, for some reason, my company thought that I'd be a good ambassador of them, and I did a three-and-a-half-hour career fair mm. with the fine students at Michigan State University. So, Will... Um, you remember like the old folklore stories of Dice K. Matsuzaka or however you said his name and that he would do like double headers and throw 280 pitches. Oh, yeah. My voice uh, is on pitch number 277 right now. So it's a good thing. Uh, I don't have to talk for the next 20 or so minutes, Will. <laughs> Thank goodness we're not going to do a podcast or anything. Well, it's not like you do much of the heavy lifting on this show anyway. That is a good point. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. On today's show. Yeah. Actually, real quick. Mm-hmm. One time. The the wife and I went back to the gym for the first time a couple days oh, ago. Oh, wow. Witness the fitness, baby. All right. Yeah. And I ran um, just short of two miles. We did like 20 minutes each. Still And a lot. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't quite get two miles in in 20 minutes. I, I, like, I hear you. <laughs> it was like 1.9 or something like that, which is embarrassing. Um, no, that's fine. That's fine in my book. <laughs> It's been like seven months since I've run. Yeah. Um, my legs, Matt, mm-hmm. is what, why I brought up the dead legs thing. Um, and, of course, Michigan State playing 19 games in four days. Sure. Uh, my legs are just dead. Yeah, just sawdust. Absolutely yeah. Just nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It is. It's brutal. On today's show. Yeah. So I what what I'm trying to say is I know exactly how Josh Langford feels today. Right. Yeah. Let's not lose sight of things. Correct. Yeah. We, we can relate with these players a hundred percent of the way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. On today's show, Michigan State is playing Ohio State tonight in another massive game. That uh, I'm going to say it, Matt. If they win this, they're on the bubble. We're back, and they We're might back. be like really close to the right side of the bubble. Depending on how the net rate, you know, they'll probably drop in the net. Actually, the net ratings will just drop them for some reason. Yeah, they'll go to like 211. Duke yeah. will rock it up to like 15th after yep. being downtrodden uh, Boston College or whoever they got next, right? Yeah, and Notre Dame will uh, certainly rise into like. Oh, uh, Notre Dame's going for a two seat at this point, right? <laughs> uh, but Michigan State, big game against Ohio State. We're going to preview it segments one and two, and then segment three will be a. Uh, interview that I did with the uh, Locked On Buckeyes podcast, little crossover action. So we'll get the uh, Ohio State perspective to close out the show. That's the plan. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this five days a week, every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Matt, I just realized my space heater is on. Oh, I usually. Wow. Yes, I usually turn it off Put yourself when in the hot you record seat. because right. the, the background noise. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's on. I, I, it's definitely getting picked up by the microphone, so that's fantastic. I, I don't hear We're it, but I, I know what you're doing. We're recording at 9.17 right now. You're just preparing for what's to happen in 24 hours. You are preparing to sweat profusely during mm. the Ohio State game, so you're just getting your body conditioned. Well, I, I see right through you, man. It's, 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 it's not a big deal. You can tell us. You can be honest. Am I wrong to feel yes. okay? Yes. yes. Just okay. Yeah. I don't feel good, nah. but am I wrong to feel okay? On a real note, no. Like They are coming off the three best halves of basketball you could mm-hmm. ever hope that this team could possibly play. They just waxed Illinois. Um, Ohio State, of course, gets the news of Young not being able to mm-hmm. play. Um, yeah, like a normal person should feel okay. I don't. Like I still feel horrible. I, I feel like I can throw up in a bucket any given moment <laughs> right now. Um but yeah, like a normal person probably should feel okay about this one. Like someone that's mentally stable and emotionally in tune. Yeah, you could feel okay about tonight. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned uh, Kyle Young starting power forward. Uh, it does do some minutes at the center, but generally is going to play uh, pretty exclusively power forward for them. Starting power forward uh, is going to be out with a concussion in this game. Matt, um, he plays... of the minutes for Ohio State. He's on the floor a lot. He is their third highest minutes guy. Him and uh, Justice Suing are like right with each other. And then Dwayne Washington uh, is on the most. So really important player for them. Uh, I think it was DK who said he's kind of like one of those glue guys that does a little bit of everything. Not spectacular, but really uh, impactful player. That's a good description. Senior, been around a long time. Plays uh, a good chunk of minutes, has seen his you know his role steadily increase. He's gotten better and better and better each year, mm-hmm. and now is a full-time starter, solid contributor. And Matt, he has the sixth highest offensive rating in the country and in Big Ten play has the number one offensive rating in the Big Ten. He's not a big usage guy. I just want to read some things for you real quick, okay? Yeah, go for it. In conference play, his offensive rating is 145.6. Yeesh. Okay. It's effective field goal percentage, 63.7. True shooting, 67.8. Fourth best and second best in the conference. Has the second lowest turnover rate in the conference. Has the third highest two-point percentage in the conference. Matt, take a guess when the last time... He had an offensive rating in a game that was lower than 110. Wow. Um, some Thanksgiving week game. He, he went too hard on the turkey uh, at the cafeterias at Ohio State. So l- late November, Will. It was December 13th. Okay. Wow. For once, I actually one of these days, something. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to play this game right, and you're going to go, oh, I don't know, like January 15th, because that's a reasonable guess. Six weeks ago, instead of over-guessing I, I, I just totally, to you just laud him for a minute totally how great he is. My <laughs> stat. You just totally ruined it. Oh, You man. totally ruined it. You should have had me guess before you went on and on about how incredible he is on offense. <laughs> But here we are, Will. Here we are, just two co-hosts just seething angry at each other now. The, the whole podcast is ruined, Will. 
December 13th against Cleveland State, he did not uh, have a good game. That's right. Matt, Locked him down the clamps. Yes. Yeah. Here are his offensive ratings in descending order from uh, the last game they played against Michigan. I'm just going to go uh, real quick, okay? Okay. <clears throat> Let me get the voice ready. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 126, 144, 135, 139, 203, 139, 178, 146, 115, 180, 156, 152, 120, 118, 142, 166, 110, 113, and then 75. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of high numbers, Will, that you just threw at me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take a lot of shots. He makes a ton of shots. He's a good shooter from everywhere. From everywhere. He's a decent three-point shooter. Really great from two. Makes a bunch of free throws. Does not turn the ball over ever. He's really good on the offensive glass. He's a fantastic role player in college. It's a big loss for Ohio State. Speedy recovery. Um, yes, of course. He is he's in tip-top shape by Friday. Um, I don't <laughs> think is. we're going to see shades of Miles Powell last year where the coach was ready to put him out to pasture. Um, and take it behind the barn, and then Miles Powell comes out the next day and drops a a 30-burger on MSU. I don't think any funny business is going on. Um, But, yeah, wow, that's uh, that's quite the blow for for the Buckeyes. Even bigger blow once you read all those numbers. Like, I didn't know he was that important to the team. I I just wanted to, like, lay that out there because I think he's not not E.J. Liddell, right? No, of course. He's not. Dwayne Washington, he's not just a suing. Zed Key, uh, when he's on the floor, he uses a ton of shots. He's not, you know, C.J. Walker. The, the names, Seth Towns, the names that we know that take a lot of shots for them. Even Arn's little, uh, brother, who is just an absolute sniper. like Sniper, yeah. But he is so important to them, and him being out for this is, like, it's not going to shift the betting line a couple of points, but, like, it might actually have a couple of points impact on this game because... Like, that's how much he means uh, to what they do. But, Matt, mm-hmm. still a really good team uh, behind him. How are you feeling? Now that we just did that, before we cut it to a break and really dig into this game, how are you feeling now that I just told you all that about Kyle Young, that he's going to be out? Cautiously optimistic and, well, more importantly, ready to be hurt tonight. That's how I feel. Ready to Absolutely. just mm, ready to have my heart just stomped yes. on. Ready to be hurt we'll talk about what this means his injury uh for ohio state's rotation how that could play into michigan state's benefits and and sort of how these two teams match up and we'll briefly look back at what happened last time they played we'll do that in a second first word from rockauto.com rockauto.com is a family business Serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car, daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it. doesn't make sense. Well, if you were a clown, you would do it, Will. And you're not. So instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com 
February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Lockdown Presents More Than the Game. This week, we have two conversations for you. To wrap up the month, first, a discussion on protests in sports across all the leagues. Then, tune in for a discussion on the importance of black history in sports, what's been achieved, and the important work left to be done, all in the discussion on the Lockdown Presents podcast feed. Subscribe to the radio Subscribe, excuse me, subscribe on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so I can smell my leg hair cooking with this space heater. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shoot. Everything's fine. Everything's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Ohio State's missing their starting power forward and the guy who plays the majority of the minutes for them there. Um, you know, I think we'll see. Uh, it's tough. Like, does that mean we get more Justin Arns, right? Mm-hmm. And they go with kind of a four guard slash wing look, kind of what Michigan State's doing. We know CJ Walker is going to be at the point guard. Uh, we know Dwayne Washington, CJ Walker. Did I say Washington or Walker? Doesn't matter. CJ Walker, point guard. Dwayne Washington uh, is going to play shooting guard and a little bit of point guard as well. Uh, Justin Arns is going to play some shooting guard slash wing, uh, and then Justice Suing's going to play a lot of the small forward. I'm interested to see what they do now that Young is out because Seth Towns uh, can play a little bit there. You can move EJ Liddell to power forward and play Zed Key. They don't really have like a traditional center, Matt. The tallest person on their te- on their team, uh, the the two tallest people on their team, Seth Towns and Zed Key, uh, are both six foot eight, and they don't play all that much. They're they're both solid players, but they don't play all that much. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see MSU's new and improved small ball look against, well, another small ball team. Like, yeah, Illinois wasn't the largest team in the world, but you just throw Coffee Coburn down there, like, that immediately makes them pretty big. Like, and just they like have you a said, tree. They, they have a tree. They, they, they have a tree, and they have an angry guy from Georgia, and that's pretty much it for the big men down there. Um, other than that, yeah, like, Illinois was a pretty small ball team, but this is even more shrink down, and, well, it's been working incredible for Ohio State as they're currently ranked, what, top 10 in the country right now. Um, uh-huh. I would say things are going okay for them. I think that they do small ball really well. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, from a neutral fan's perspective, fascinating to see small ball versus small ball and see how this unfolds, if the new and improved state look will be enough. Uh, and as a state fan, uh, it's it's nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. you're fighting fire with fire. And, well, uh, we saw it against, like, when Ohio State played Michigan is that, yeah, they, they can play small ball and they can keep up and they can score and they can be competitive in a track meet until you throw a behind-the-back pass that goes for an easy pick six the <laughs> other way. The most. Um, yeah. Just, I forget, who threw that? Was that Walker? Or I Washington? can't I remember. remember. I'm sorry. But the, you talk about feeling yourself a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if we do see more Zed Key, like, keep in mind, he hasn't played more than 20 minutes in a game since December 19th. Wow. He's a true freshman. Good tidbit. Solid player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, is is a really efficient guy from two, doesn't shoot from deep. He's like, certainly, he's just a post guy, crushes on the offensive rebound. Um, but, I don't know, He's he reminds me a little bit of, like, Derek Nick's early career. Like, he's a bigger dude, and you can tell, like, okay, once this kid gets into, like, peak shape and goes through a couple strength program seasons, <laughs> like, he's going to be a monster, but, like, he just can't stay out on the floor all that much and you know Seth Towns doesn't play a ton for them either he's either he's the uh the transfer from Harvard who's kind of been playing 
a little power forward slash wing for them. Yeah, it, it'll be really interesting. I, I think, gosh, their offense is so dynamic. Like, Washington is shooting 39% from three. Liddell can step out and hit him. Justin Arns has taken 107 threes this year and is shooting 46%. Like, <laughs> good guy. Oh, my God. Um, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, they get to the free throw line a ton as a team. They yeah, have the twenty fifth, yeah, twenty fifth best free throw rate in the country. They're the best free throw shooting team in the Big Ten. Like everyone hits free throws. Washington's great. Liddell is is solid, seventy six percent for a center. Like that is more than good enough. Suing seventy six percent. Walker ninety six percent. Kyle Young. Oh, we don't need to talk about Kyle Young. Strangely, Justin Arn's only shooting 70% from the line, but he doesn't really get there much. Uh, Zed Key's the only one who, like, doesn't shoot it well and actually gets the line. So it's just such a, a dynamic offense that can score a million different ways. I'm really interested to see how they decide, like, all right, what on Michigan State can we attack? Do so we think using an extra big is the way to go, right? And it might be because, hey, if MSU is going to play Gabe Brown at the four, I'm going to put EJ Liddell at the four and play Zed Key next to him or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of throw some mass <laughs> at him. Uh, or do they decide, hey, we're going to start Arns. We're going to match them wing for wing, play four guards slash wings. We'll each have one big, and we just think our guys are better than their guys. And we know when push comes to shove, like Arns is going to hit his threes. Liddell is going to get it going. Washington's going to get buckets, and we'll just be able to outrun this team and outcome this team. I'm really interested to see what Ohio State does in terms of lineup. It's it really, I think, it's tough to really like even not that we do a ton of predictions, but it's tough to be like, well, you know, this is the matchup I'm looking for in this because like they just lost uh, a really key starter that is at a swing position for them that we don't even know what their starting lineup is going to look like. We don't know what their rotations are going to look like when previously, you know, we felt pretty good about what they are going to run out there. Yeah, and especially, too, if they want to mirror anything that MSU is doing, like if they want to throw a defensive look out there that we don't know because not a lot of teams go four guard in the Big Ten. So mm-hmm. pretty unique look that the Buckeyes are going to be getting here. Uh, tripped up Illinois, tripped up Indiana. So, and, well, hopefully uh, Holtman hasn't been doing his research. Uh, surely he's just been away <laughs> from tape and film. And Wait, you know, wait a second. What's going yeah, on Yeah, hold on. What happened to that Foster fella? Shouldn't he be out here somewhere? <laughs> right. Um yeah, man, yeah. it's it's it'll it'll be interesting. I I really wish I could just be a neutral fan, just kicking back and enjoying this one because wow, what a game that would be. But nope, yeah. instead uh, I will be watching for two hours. My heart will beat exactly five times, um, not any more, not any less. And yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Um. So Ohio State is the third best adjusted offense in the country. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They are not bad at one single thing on here. Perfect. They're, they're Great. Good shooting. They don't turn it over. Pretty good offensive rebounding, although I will say um, Liddell, Suing are both good offensive rebounders. Kyle Young's their best offensive rebounder, who plays minutes. Zed Key, also great offensive rebounder, but again, doesn't play a ton. Kyle Young, among the guys that play, you know, 18 plus minutes per game, <clears throat> is their best offensive rebounder. And that's the one spot. They're 105th in the country in offensive rebounding rate, and they're 8th in the Big Ten in conference games in rebounding rate. Maybe, just maybe, <laughs> this is a game where Ohio State won't, you know, be able to get on the offensive glass. Michigan State hasn't been great on the defensive glass uh, in conference play. 
They are 12th in uh, offensive rebound percentage against, but maybe that margin is a little slimmer in this one than it would have been otherwise. And that could be a spot where like, hey, feel pretty decent about this. But other than that, Matt, Mm -hmm. they're just, they're great at everything. They're top three in every three point percentage, two point percentage, free throw, block percentage, steal percentage on offense. In the conference, the only thing that they're not is their seventh and non-steal turnover percentage, Matt. Okay, all right. So sometimes they'll throw the ball away, and sometimes they'll get shot clock violations. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, the Izone, you're going to have to step up big tonight. Uh, um, quick hypothetical can, can I yes. offer you. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to give you three things. You could have one of these things for tonight's game. Okay. You could have the Joey Hauser that we saw in the final, we'll call it seven minutes of the Illinois okay. game, or five minutes, what, what have you. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, you could have the same rocket that we've seen uh, the last game, the the full game, or you can have uh, Langford sixteen rebounds uh, again. What what <laughs> one of those things are you taking into tonight's game? If I don't do Langford sixteen rebounds, does he still play well? Yeah, just your elementary game, like uh, yeah. four of ten shooting, oh, one three, fun. three lawn twos, uh, some free throws, like eleven points, sixteen rebounds. Does that add up? Yeah, that adds uh, up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, it depends on the free throws. You said a few three free throws, so it depends on the free throws. I maybe. did that to like kind of safeguard me there for my math. Yeah, just have free throws. Yeah. Anywhere between one and seven free throws to get him well, to if 11 he goes, points. Yeah, if he goes four or ten and one's a three, that's nine points. A couple free throws makes 11. See, just just like I said, Will, you know me. Math just whiz like over here. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Rocket. Okay, I like that. I'm probably doing the same. Yeah. Um, Although the 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 prospect of uh, Langford Hauser hitting two or three threes from deep really um, tickles me. Will that excites me? It does, but I don't know. There's just like a different element to this offense. It's nice having a competent point guard, isn't it? It, it is nice for yeah. 35 minutes. It's it's pretty cool. It is pretty yeah. cool. And it was it was creation. It was getting to the paint. He was doing different things. He wasn't yeah. perfect, but he definitely had a bunch of really nice moments. I would I would like that someone to take pressure off Henry. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna choose that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk a ton about Ohio State's defense, but it's not that great it's seventh in the in the conference within conference games um 86th in the country which if you compare it to other big 10 defenses is not all that great uh yeah they they get into a lot of high scoring affairs map they they play moderately paced um they're actually middle of the pack in the big 10 in tempo uh but they you know they gave up 82 to penn state the other day but they scored 92 <laughs> they scored mm-hmm. 87 on michigan but they happened to give up 92 points in a 67 possession game that's a bit it's a big old big old yikes yeah yeah that that, yeah. that well that is a big old yikes yeah penn state both times penn state played them uh they scored on them really well northwestern who is not a good offense had a pretty good offensive game uh, against them uh minnesota lit them up you know they 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 can be got on defense, but they also uh, they can get you on offense, Matt. <laughs> uh, that they can, well, yeah, they can get you on offense. They're they're prone to go for eighty five points any given night. Yeah, so it it'll be interesting because I think Michigan State defensively has been playing much better of late, and the offense 
has gone from completely incompetent to like, hey, there's some serviceable things here. Like he scored 78 on 69 possessions against Indiana, 81 on 70 possessions against Illinois. Over the course of a season, that's going to play. That's going to be like a really good offense because, you know, Indiana had a number had the number seven defense going into that game, and Illinois had the number, I think, nine defense going into that game. So that's two really good performances against two really good defenses. Still a long way to go till we totally trust it. Sure. But if they can score 80 against Ohio State's not-so-great defense, and remember, they were playing much more poorly, and they scored 78 on Iowa, who is similarly bad on defense. And they, they can win this one, Matt. They, they can win this one. I think, you know, if Ohio State comes out, shoots cold, and, like, is struggling to get into the 70s, it's a totally different game than I'm expecting. That's fantastic, and they can definitely win that. But, you know, 82 to 78, 82 to 80, like they could win a game like that. That's a lot a lot of points Which to ask is, for. Yeah, but, yeah. They just scored 81 on I, Illinois, and I Illinois' know, defense is so much better. I know, I know. I know. I, I, it's wild. I can't believe I'm saying that. I, dude, believe me, man. I I know it's a lot. I know they just did it, but whew, wow. Oof, I know, I know. Just just, just a lot of hoofs from, from me tonight. A lot of hoofs. <laughs> All right, scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you feeling that they're going to win this game? 10 most confident. I'm a 4. I'm a 4. Just be- And this isn't like against MSU. This is just how good I think Ohio State is. I, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, with Young, without Young, I still think that that's a pretty mighty fine team that's coming into East Lansing. So give me give me 4. Yeah. 4. Yeah, they're uh, they're still really good. I, I I'm probably with you. Yeah, Four was the first number that kind of popped into my head. Ken Palm has this as a 78 to 71 victory for Ohio State. Ken Palm does not know that uh, Mr. Young will not be playing. Ken Palm also does not weigh recent form like it's a season long predictive measure. So keep that in mind. That's why it's a big spread like that. But Michigan State's a five-point dog, I think, in Vegas. Twenty-seven uh, percent mm-hmm. chance of victory for your Spartans. They win this game. They're uh, probably in the in the first four out. They're right. They're oh, right my. there at next four out. Like Joe Lenardi had them two spots out of the next four out, and I didn't check with Joe Cook Sugart, but he has had Michigan State a little bit higher than Lenardi has, like all season. I wouldn't be shocked if they were in Joe's uh, next four out. I can actually check right now. Anyway, um, I think they are in the first four out if they win this game, and you know maybe, maybe sneaking into the field. There's a one seed, Matt. They're playing a one seed. They just beat a two seed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Play, they're playing a one seed right oh, now. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I. Yeah. Oh oh. Next four out. One three one sports dot com. Richmond, Utah State. Michigan State. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. So Joe Cook, Sugart has them as the third team in his next four out. Yeah, if they win this one, I bet you he puts them first four out or maybe the absolute last team in. I, 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 no, I, I, I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this. Oh, man. We're really doing this, aren't we? We're doing this. Okay. I can't believe it after what happened last week. Oh, like if you asked me last week, like what my confidence would be in the Ohio State game, I would have said negative four. Like <laughs> negative, negative eight thousand. I, I know, man. I know. Boys, boys are cooking right now. Boys are cooking. They have started to heat up the oil, and boy, howdy, do they look like they want to cook. I know. I know. Small All ball. right. 
That's going to do it for me and Matt. We're going to play for you segment here, my appearance on Locked on Buckeyes, and then we'll come back and close out the show. But first, a word from BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline. They even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything. Oh, you can imagine. Hang in there. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. There should be a drinking game about how many times during a show I have, like, a vocal issue. Mm, yeah. Um, what is Like, finish your drink? I think that, that, that'd be a good rule. Like, everyone... Everyone would be drunk. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. One word locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens. And the Locked On Big Ten podcast, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to my appearance on the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. And here on Locked On Buckeyes here on this Thursday, it is Will Hunter of Locked On Spartans who was with us once before. He's with us now. Will, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Jay. How are you doing? Like, I, I got to say real quick, like, I was thinking this was going to be like another blowout special for us because last time we talked was football and and we didn't have a lot of confidence going into that one. And I really thought we were headed that direction with this one when we were emailing back and forth. Like, do you want to come on? I'm like, really? Do I have to? I'm feeling a little bit better after the last couple of games. It's really things have kind of changed. So, yeah, I'm I'm doing well. How are you doing? Not bad, man. Not bad. Um just enjoying life. The snow here that we had is kind of going away. You got 50 nice. degrees weather nice. coming. So it's kind of enjoyable oh, there. Perfect. And I'm glad you're in a better mood because I was emailing you <laughs> yes. about this day. I was like, hey, right, let's get Will back on. I know it's football. <laughs> Basketball's here now. Michigan State Spartans have been most of the time a dumpster fire and embarrassment. But they are coming off wins versus mm-hmm. the Hoosiers, Hoosiers on the road. Who's, mm-hmm. They have a lot of talent, but they're not really putting it together. But they did just beat the number five team in the land, Illinois. Yeah. You mentioned it. Why has your mood changed? Just going. I know. I know part of why, but sure, sure. Go in depth, please, about yeah. why your mood has changed uh, going into <laughs> this game tonight. Uh, this team has put together three consecutive halves of honestly the best basketball they've played all season. There's maybe like a. A 15-minute stretch against Duke, a 15-minute stretch against Notre Dame, a stretch against Rutgers the first time around where they blew them out that you could maybe stack it up, but they have not played like 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes consecutively like this, this well all season. Uh, The big thing and a thing we've been griping about or just, you know, pulling our hair out is the rotation has been a mess. Uh, it's the product of having a lot of pretty good players, but not really knowing who your go-to guys are, right? Who, who are your five starters? Who's your first two off the bench? It's been changing all season. And for the first time, first half against Indiana, Michigan State's down big. Uh, and Tom Izzo went to a four guard slash wing, uh, rotation. I would actually consider all of them to be guards, uh, four guards and a center. Uh, and they just kind of played a little variation of four out. They went on a run, brought that game back to uh, competitive by halftime. 
Uh, and then they put up 52 points in the second half on Indiana with that lineup. And this is an offense that was uh, out of the top 100 and Ken Palm adjusted efficiency. They were the second worst offense in the conference only with Nebraska behind them. And so to put up 52 and one half on uh, Indiana's pretty good defense was noticeable. They ran it back. They did the same thing against Illinois, used the same rotation, tightened things up, cut some minutes of the guys at the back end, uh, and they scored into the 80s against Illinois, who was a top 10 defense in adjusted efficiency going into that game. So two performances back-to-back where you're like, there actually might be something here. We're not buying in all the way yet. We're still nervous. (laughs) we've seen a lot of bad (laughs) basketball this year, man. Uh, But for the first time in a long time, we've seen three consecutive halves of really actually good basketball, Michigan state basketball. And that's been nice to see. I know there may be a a listener or two or someone watching this that may say who was that four guard slash wing one center lineup who was in that. Do you remember those players off the top of your head? Yep. So uh, it, it's and it's not a true like we got a point guard, a two guard, a three guard. Four, we we kind of got a couple combo guards. Rocket Watts and Josh Langford will kind of split distributing ball, uh, starting the offense duties at like point guard slash shooting guard. Aaron Henry, who is uh, a three generally, but can play some two is in that lineup. He's Michigan State's best, most consistent player. He's been averaging uh, close to 20 a game for a little while here and is starting to pick up the efficiency a little bit. He'll do some distribution as well. Gabe Brown, who's a tall six foot seven, six foot eight ish uh, shooter, has been in that lineup as well. He's more of a wing. So those are the four key guys Rocket Watts, Josh Langford, Aaron Henry, and Gabe Brown are the four. And then beyond that, they'll kind of, they have four centers. And if you have four centers, you don't really have a center. It's almost right. like quarterbacks. Right. But they all kind of have different skill sets and different matchups. And so, the the way they use their centers in this game will be different than what they did against Kofi Coburn in Illinois because Ohio State doesn't have a seven foot three hundred pound muscular tree in the center like Illinois does. So they have a little bit of versatility there, and it's almost like now that you have the other four spots figured out, whether it's Kithier, Bingham, Matty Sissoko, or Julius Marble, they all bring something a little bit different to the table, and they're kind of going to ride the hot hand play the best matchup, whatever makes the most sense at center is hopefully what they'll do, but it's all going to be built around those four guys, those four wings. Would you say, and I know when Tom Enzo normally gets a team to turn around, not this late in the season, but he does get them to play the best basketball a couple weeks prior. Yeah. And then like big 10 conference tournament, it's like, wait, Michigan yeah. State can win this thing. Yeah, they can. <laughs> do you think it's too little too late as far as NCAA tournament hopes right now? I don't. It's a really precarious situation. Like their backs are really up against the wall. Uh, We talk a lot about the blessing and the curse of being in the Big Ten. The blessing is you have an opportunity every time you play to basically play a tournament team. And the curse is if you're not playing well, you got a tournament team. You don't have like there's a team in Nebraska that you can look at and be like, all right, we're going to beat them. Right. Everyone else like Northwestern beat Michigan state earlier this year at their place. So everyone else, you know, can at the very least put up like a really good fight. So Michigan state just went on the road to beat Indiana, which kind of like, Hey, maybe there's something here. Beat Illinois at home, a top five team that kind of put them right on the edge of the bubble. Now they have Ohio state, another top five team. They have a home game against Indiana a tournament team, road game at Maryland fringe tournament team 
and then back-to-back games against Michigan, the number three team in the country. They have, like, I'm not of the belief that they're going to run the table. I I think the odds of that are like half a percent. Maybe that's even high. (laughs) Say they did. Say they ran the table. Like, that's the seven seed. Like, they're going to go from the edge of the bubble and rock it up to like a six or seven seed off the strength of that alone. If they can win three more of these next uh, five games, and then we'll see how the everything shakes out in the tournament, you know, maybe beat Rutgers in the first round and and play Illinois or Ohio State, and if you can beat them in the second round, they got a good shot. It's going to be tough because they're playing so many good teams, but if they beat Ohio State here, I think you're going to see a lot of bracketologists have them as like the last team in, first team out, second team out. So they're really, they're right there. Tough mountain to climb, but the way they've been playing the last game and a half, like it's like, hey, maybe they can climb it. We're, we're not relying on a miracle run through the Big Ten tournament anymore. Maybe they can build that resume enough. Strength of schedule comes up. Efficiencies get a little better. Get some good wins. Maybe they can sneak in the backside of the tournament. Two more questions for you. I'll make them quickly for you. Tonight's game, where yes. do you think Michigan State can attack Ohio State to try to win this matchup? I honestly don't know because Kyle Young is out. True, and I think true. that's a I think that's a big deal because Ohio State doesn't have, you know, a traditional center. EJ Liddell's almost like a power forward that plays center. They got a lot of guys with some size, but no, there's no seven footer. There's no six ten plus guy, right? It's really a small ball thing. And Michigan State is bringing their version of their small ball in there. And Kyle Young is really a pivot player because I don't know. Does that mean more more Justin Arns, right? Are they going to go shooting with that? Uh, are they going to play a little bit more uh, Zed Key? Are they going to, you know, Seth Towns? Like, I don't know how they're going to make up for Young's absence. So I really don't know. I, I know what Michigan State's probably going to do. They're going to use those four guys I mentioned earlier, and they'll probably start. I don't know who they're going to start at center. It's been a rotation all year. Bingham played really well last game. Maybe they go with Bingham. He's got a little bit extra size and defensively can protect the rim. I am really, we were just talking about this on our show. I'm super intrigued to see what Ohio state does. And if you have any insight, please like feel free after I'm done talking to throw it out there. I'm really intrigued to see how Ohio state decides to manage young's absence and what that'll mean for Michigan state. Like there's a chance we get like a bunch of four guard wing lineups on both sides with us center. And we get into like track meet territory. And I know Ohio state would love that because they can score 90, uh, on pretty much anyone in the country. They just put up 87 on Michigan, one of the best defenses in the country. And as you know, Ohio State can also give up 80-plus points uh, on any given night. Mm-hmm. So that could mm-hmm. be really interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I really don't know. I want to see what Ohio State does uh, from a strategy standpoint, how they deal with Young's absence. I personally don't know. Um, I try to be a guy that's like try to be like nerd out a little bit with stuff like this. But that a- absence is huge because yeah. if you put if you bring Zed Key into the starting lineup, that's that's shortening your bench. Mm-hmm. There's a guy. There's a guy named Ibrahim Diallo hasn't really only played three games. Yeah. He's recovering from, from an injury. Well, if he comes in, he hasn't played much. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play well, you're putting yourself in like a little backdoor spot. You're hurting yourself because you're trying to 
fix things really quickly with a guy that you don't really know what you're going to get from him yeah. at any point when he's on the court. So I don't know. I don't think <laughs> Seth, Seth Towns may play more, yeah. but what Seth Towns do you get? Justin Arns, what Justin Arns do you get? So I don't know. I am comfortable saying I don't know because I don't want to be the guy that says, oh, sure. it's going to happen, and I mess things up. It's like, Jay, you're an idiot. Sorry, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, real quickly, well, we could go on for hours about this. Um, who, do you think, who do you think wins tonight's game? And, and, and do you think it's close or double-digit victory for whoever wins? I think it's much closer than it was last time. Um, yeah. Certainly Young's absence, he's an incredibly efficient player. He doesn't shoot a ton for them, but like he makes a lot of shots. He's a great offensive rebounder. I think that's a key to watch. And, you know, playing in East Lansing is going to be, you would think, a little bit harder on Ohio State than playing at home was last time. And Michigan State is in much better form. And Ohio State is like, yeah, they lost to Michigan, but they're still great. They're still playing really good basketball. Just because you lose to Michigan doesn't mean you're not playing well. Uh, As much as that hurts you, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, but like Ohio State's in really good form. Michigan State's in good form now lately. Uh, I think it's going to be closer. I would still give an edge to Ohio State. I think the game just stylistically is more likely to get into a bit of a track meet than a rock fight, and Michigan State kind of would prefer a rock fight against Ohio State's offense. So, you know, something like 82 to 78 for Ohio State would make a lot of sense to me. I think if it's like, 72 to 60 something that's going to favor Michigan state. So like, you know, whoever can sort of impose their will on tempo uh, might have a lot to say, like who wins this game, but I I would favor Ohio state by a few points. I think it's like five or four or five in Vegas. So I'm, I'm like right in lockstep with that line. Gotcha. Gotcha. Will, thanks so much for coming on. Let people know if you could, where they can catch your show and where where they can catch you on social media as well. Yeah, Locked on Spartans, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Matt and I, my co-host Matt Sheehan, also will make appearances on Locked on Big Ten with Ben, which you've been on. Everyone should go check that out. My handle on Twitter is at Will underscore underscore Hunter, 1L2 underscores. If you follow me during Michigan State basketball games, I will probably be just terribly obnoxious and you will stop following me. I don't know why you still follow me, Jay. Uh, but that's how you can find uh, us on Twitter. And if you want to hear like our full preview, definitely go check that out. This segment will be in it, but we did two other segments where we, we talk a lot about Young's injury and, and the implications of that and just from our perspective. So, yeah. Check that out if you want to as well. Locked on Spartans, wherever you get your podcasts. Will, I continue to follow you for the humor because even during the Indiana <laughs> game, I didn't know you weren't watching it when I sent the tweet out. And then I think yes. you did start watching it and then they turned the game around. Yes. So maybe you were the good luck at that point. That but guys, it. you guys, that was <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, guys, at jsteven07. Continue to watch and listen wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. And then also via uh, YouTube on WKYC in Cleveland, their YouTube page as well. Um, big game tonight. I do think it'll be closer just like yeah. Will does. And I do think from start to finish we'll see a fight from both the spartans and the buckeyes that maybe about a month ago we weren't expecting to see no maybe there jay like we were not expecting this a week ago so a fight great we're in for a fight we just like we're everything is turning around somehow it's been really fun all right that's gonna do it for us here on locked on spartans thanks so much for listening to today's show we'll be back tomorrow where we will recap this game, what happens? It's a big one, Matt. It oh, is an absolute big one. Yep. Uh, and then we'll try to squeeze in some talk about Ben Van Summeren if we can. Yeah, definitely. Yep. <laughs>
<laughs> Looking forward to talking about Ben. No, no question about it. We will get to Ben Van Summerin. We will get yeah. to Ben mm-hmm. Van Summerin. So uh, that is the plan for tomorrow's show. Hope you join us. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt? It is Thursday, February 25th. Uh, happy uh Purim begins at sundown. I don't know what any of that means. I'm sorry. Um, what former Spartans basketball player was voted the 2016-2017 NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Will? Uh, 2016-2017 Defensive Player of the Year, Michigan State basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay Davis. Was was it Matt Costello? It You know what? Hold on. Let me see. Uh Close, close. Oh, okay, let me get another guess. Let yeah, me get another yeah, guess. Yep. Was it Sean Respert? It was not Sean Respert. Okay, it was I want not one more Sean Respert. One yeah, more yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Was it Jumpin' Johnny Green? I was literally just going to say Jumpin' Johnny Green. Um, you know what? <laughs> jumpin' Will, Johnny not. Green in his 97 rebounds per game. Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, he was jumping. Um, Draymond Green. Yes. Wow. You're a genius. Wow. I did I it. Shocked. Shocked you were able to get that one. I didn't even have to look that up. No, the variety of, of questions here and difficulty is, is, is right? astonishing. It was like, what woman's golfer in 2008 placed third at the Palm Beach Invitational? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, what? what Sarah Smith. Right. What Spartan is good at NBA basketball? All right. Yeah. Go, guys.